When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. As you know, I talk about four different types of freedom, time, financial, location, health freedom. In that light, I'm always interviewing entrepreneurs, guests, people doing things on the cutting edge and sharing those messages with the audience. So today we have Scott White and his mantra is the life is too short guy. And so we're going to be talking all about attitude, uh, looking for humor, the value of time, and um, in take making every moment precious. So um, I'll introduce Scott and let him and welcome to the show. So Scott, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm grateful to be on. Yeah, I know uh, uh, we've connected through Podmatch and um, you're chiming in from New Jersey. Uh, tell us more about your story, background, and we'll get started. Awesome. Well, um, today I'm I'm an author, which I'm really excited about, and that that's that, that's my my passion at the moment. I recently published a book called "The Life Is Too Short: Guys Strategies to Make Every Day the Best Day Ever." And, and right now, it is it is my mission. My mission is to make the world happier one smile at a time. And um, it's sort of how I'm defining myself. Separate from that, I am um, I'm married to my high school sweetheart and have two wonderful daughters. My my day job is uh, is in real estate. I'm the chairman and CEO of a public real estate company. I'm also a partner and founder of a student housing development company. So I, I got a few things going on, but right now I'm really excited and fired up about making the world happier one smile at a time. Oh, that's so wonderful. Um, I got my freedom through real estate and wanted to share that with the audience. So um, tell us, uh, so we'll talk about, um, you know, today's going to be all about the life is too short philosophy and so just as a background walk us through what this philosophy is sure so it is um a philosophy that i that i've assembled over the course of my life there wasn't one pivotal moment that that created this philosophy and during covid i sort of had this this moment this epiphany where somebody actually called me for the first time uh, it was an executive coach I was working with. He literally said to me, he's like, dude, you are like Mr. Life is too short guy. Everything is happy. Everything is great. Everything's get it done today. And then I mentioned the concept to my wife and, and she said to me, wow, that maybe that's your book. Maybe that's the book you always wanted to write. And that, that's sort of what spawned it. Um, it it's, it's been an evolution over the course of my life where it, it, what I'd say to people is it's a very practical, approachable live in the moment type philosophy it's not by design some sort of you know change your whole life change your whole perspective starting you know we're we're talking now it's january and, and all of a sudden i have a whole new life that's not it because i think it's really hard for people to just say all right well yesterday i was dr christopher lee and today um i don't know something something new the goal is to to make small changes in a very practical way. All right, so now the question is, well, what, what do you mean by small changes in a practical way? So the, 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 there are 10 tenets or 10 principles. I won't go through them all, but the, the, the foundational one, the most important one 
is um, attitude is everything. The power of positivity. There is so much that we can control. A lot of people don't realize this. That you know, as you look at at what controls your happiness, I think most people will generally believe or revert to well, it's it's you know your circumstances, your house, your car, your family, your health. Good or bad, right? So, so getting married is fantastic. Getting divorced not so fantastic. That controls my happiness. Believe it or not, that only controls ten percent of your happiness. Your circumstances control ten percent of your your happiness. Okay, so Scott, that leaves ninety percent of the pie. What's that ninety percent that 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 leads to happiness? Well, about fifty percent is genetic, just like your eye color and your hair color and your height. It, it is genetic, and you can't control that. But wow, what about that other forty percent? The other forty percent is right here. It's all in your perspective and your approach. And how you view the world.、And、what I tell people is a starting proposition. You want one simple, easy takeaway. Although I'll give you a whole bunch of them. One simple, easy takeaway. I ask you right now: What was your first thought when you woke up this morning? For me, it was,、uh, you know, how can I accomplish the day? How can I get add value and create value and、um, share with the world? That's that was me. I think that's great. I think that's that's wonderful, and that was a positive perspective. I am going to guess as people listen to this show and and. You know, if they're driving, they can't close their eyes. So I'm not going to suggest that. But if they just take a minute and close their eyes and think about what was my first thought, most won't know what it is. And those that do know, I think more often than not, it's going to be,、uh, oh, it's cold, it's dark, it's I have a thousand things to do today. I, I I can't believe I have to meet with so and so. I have this awful blah. That's wrong. You have the ability to wake up, open your eyes, smile, and like you said. Make it a great day. Make it the best day. One of my mantras is making every day the best day ever. And people are like, "Come on, real, really, Scott? Making every day the best day ever? What about the day you got married? What about the the, the day your kids were born?" I'm like, "Those are wonderful. Those were among the best days ever." But I have a fighting chance today, today, to make it the best day ever. And the best way to do that is to start as soon as I wake up. So I'm going to tell you right now, today,、um, it's the middle of the winter here in New Jersey. It's cold. It's dark. I ran eight miles this morning. When I woke up, I opened my eyes. I smiled. I looked over and I saw my wife still sleeping. I'm like, fantastic. I am so grateful, happy, and fortunate that the love of my life is next to me. I'm grateful that that I'm under warm covers. I'm grateful I have the ability to get out of bed and go out and run. I'm grateful that my daughter, who is normally at college, is home for the holiday break. I'm grateful that I have a chance to be on this amazing podcast and meet your audience. And by the way, we're now ten seconds into my day. Ten seconds, and though that's the truth, that's not revisionist me going back and tell you what I thought. I thought that's what I thought. Very simple, very practical, very excuse me, <clears throat> approachable. These are easy differences, easy changes. I'm looking at you right now, smiling, right? And that's wonderful. You are smiling. How often do people proactively think to smile? It has been proven that smiling creates chemical interactions in the brain. It produces certain chemicals that make you happier, make others happier. Think about smiling more often. We all say, "Oh yeah, of course I smile," but do you really? Do you really when you're driving? Do you really when you're making dinner? Do you really when the kids come home? Do you really when you wake up in the morning? I bet you don't. Here's your chance to spend more time smiling. No one has ever oversmiled. Yeah, it's quite interesting, especially in、um, we know living in.、Um... Difficult. We're living in very uncertain times, and just you know, things are just we can't get our hands around it. What? How did you develop this、um, this philosophy? And、um, and it's beautiful that you went, wrote a book about it. Who are you trying to target with this book? 
So um, the development came over the course of my life. There were a couple of, I think, major milestones. The very first one, when I was 10 years old, I was working with, with my dad and we were doing some rehab around the house and he cut himself and, and uh, he cut his finger. He had to go to the hospital. And that night my mom came running to my room and said, dad had a heart attack in the hospital. Mm. I was 10 years old and this was um, in the mid 1980s. Dad subsequently, a few weeks later, had to fly out to Houston, your home base, and, and uh, had triple bypass surgery. This is 1984, and, and you're talking about a different time, a different era. This was the first time as a 10-year-old where I realized life is pre precious, life is short, life is finite, make the most of it. Dad survived, and Dad went on uh, to, to live about another 25 years after that. He, he did pass away um, about 12, 13 years ago. So. That was sort of another major milestone for me is losing a parent. I lost my mom a few years after that. And these were all elements of make the most of today. I think too often, as your listeners think about it, they, they know stories of people that have had major aha moments. They've, they've had an epiphany in life, usually as a result of a negative event. They've dealt with death, they've dealt with illness, they've dealt with injury. I want people to, to have that aha moment right now. As you're listening to this show, I want the light bulb to go off and be like, you know, this crazy guy has kind of something here. I don't have to wait for that kick in the teeth. Today's the day that I'm going to embrace. I'm going to live a happier life. I'm going to be more proactive and positive. And now to the second point of your question, who's this book for? That's the beauty of it. It is truly for everyone. I wrote it very thoughtfully and carefully to make it practical and approachable. So it's not an academic piece. This is not for the elitists. This is not for um those that love to read in fact i would challenge all of your listeners that don't love to read go out and find this book go out and find this book and read it why one it's a fast read two it's full of stories both my own and other people's stories so i do pack it with those proverbial aha moments that we just talked about unfortunately people have them and in the book you're going to learn about someone that that is a quadriplegic and you're going to learn about someone who attempted to commit suicide and you're going to learn about someone whose own child, young child died, and what their takeaways were, what their lessons were. And I want readers to say, you know what? I'm not waiting for that. I'm gonna live my best life today. So I think this book is so practical, so approachable for, for everybody. If you can read, you you can buy this book. And by the way, if you can't read or don't really like to read it, it'll be out on audiobook in a few months. Nice. And for, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna check it out on Amazon right after this. And um, the, so one thing is, um, especially with um you know if we're a lot of the audiences um they're part of them are entrepreneurs but some of them actually you know they work in a corporation in a corporate setting and so um how how can they incorporate these types of philosophies into their to their workspaces oh fantastic there's so much you can bring to the workplace and you know, one of the things I'm very fortunate grateful and blessed is that I am chairman and CEO of a public real estate company where our company's been recognized as one of the best places to work for the last three or four years, and I'm really proud of that. And, and you know, why is that? One, it's, it's part of this mantra, it's part of this philosophy. It's show up every day, be grateful, be happy. I am grateful for my team, and they know it. They know it all the time. Let the people you know around you how important they are. There, There is very little hierarchy in our organization, and that's important. It's not just by title. It's about respecting people, treating them um, as human beings, treating them as, as colleagues and friends and, and less focus on, on the managerial style that makes people want to leave organizations. You know, I just saw a statistic which blew my mind, blew my mind. 95% of all employees in the United States right now are considering leaving their job. 95%, 95% and 61% of that same group are burnt out. How is that possible? 
How, why do things unless you love doing them? Create an environment where people enjoy. They feel like they're empowered. They feel like they're part of something bigger than themselves. They feel like there's more to do than just grind away on a daily basis. Give people flexibility. Give people opportunities to learn, to grow. One of the things I talk about in the book, one of the, the 10 principles is learn, learn, learn. I think it's so important that you learn something new every day. And we give our, our team the opportunities to learn things, not just professionally. You wanna, you know, there's someone on the team that, that wanted to learn to be a photographer. And we said, you know, go out, take some photography classes. We will, we'd be happy to reimburse you. And oh, by the way, why don't you take pictures at our next event? These are opportunities you can create within your organizations to give people empowerment, to give people an opportunity to learn, to give people a platform to grow on, to feel like they're part of something bigger than themselves. Yeah. So inspiring. And um, yes, we were nearing the um, conclusion of our talk, but um, what are some uh, strategies, like specific strategies to make every day the best day ever, make every second count? Sure. Well, first of all, as I said, smile when you wake up. That's the, the easiest one. Smile, be grateful, be happy. Um, think about random acts of kindness. When was the last time you performed a random act of kindness? Or when was the last time you were a recipient of a random act of kindness? And in the book, I talk about how in my I, I'm a runner and my very first marathon, some person I'd never met before and I'd never seen again helped me get across the finish line. Total random act of kindness. That helps create a better environment for you, for everyone. Look at the world through a positive lens. There's so many opportunities when you receive an email, you receive a call, you, you're meeting with somebody and you know that there's an opportunity for, for negativity, for disagreement. No matter what the facts are, you could find a way to spin that in a happy way. Find humor wherever you are. I like to quote the, the famous literary Dr. Seuss, from there to here, from here to there. Funny things are everywhere, and you could find humor anywhere. Humor is a great way to take yourself less seriously, take the world around you less seriously. No matter what the circumstance, you can be in the middle of, I'll give you an example I talk about in the book. I mentioned to you that my father passed away, I guess it's about 15 years ago now, and I remember standing at the funeral home over the coffin before everyone came in. This is kind of low, one of the low points of my life, and my phone rang. And for most people, they'd be mortified. Instead, for me, I'm like, you know what? Regards to the situation, there's humor anywhere. And I literally reached my pocket. I grabbed the phone out. Media family standing around me. I'm like, hey, dad, how are you? What are you up to? Right. I love the reaction. You laughed. And so did the people around me. It's just an example of wherever you are, you could find humor. Take yourself less seriously. Celebrate. Celebrate constantly. I don't. You know, that whole sort of, oh, we give trophies to too many kids and, and, and you know, there, there's no pay for performance. No, I, I don't believe that at all. I think that we don't celebrate enough. Yes, we need to separate people. We need to reward our performance. I got that. But celebrate small victories. Celebrate as you're listening to this right now. Maybe you're driving home tonight. Do something special for dinner. Celebrate that. that what, celebrate this podcast. You know, you get home, you sit around, you're like, Wow, Dr. Lou had an amazing podcast today I want to tell you about. Let's have a glass of wine to that. Let's let's go out for a special dinner. Find small ways to celebrate constantly. Don't wait for that big epiphany to celebrate because it may never come. Finally, think about minutes matter. Make the most of every minute. And I'm not going to judge or give you kind of a guideline for how you use your minutes. Everyone needs to choose on their own how to use their minutes. What I do caution people is that, you know, I think of and I ask people to think of it, the mental image of a barrel. 
The barrel is the minutes you have left in your life. And in it, for me, it's, it's, it's a wine barrel, I like to think about, but you can think about any barrel you want. There's little gold coins. And every time I do something, I reach in and I pull out a gold coin and I use that minute. Regardless of how I use it or how you use it, do you know how you're using those minutes? Are you being thoughtful with how you're using those minutes? Are you being deliberate in how you're using those minutes? And by the way, if you don't like how you're using those minutes, then stop. Stop, because those minutes aren't gonna last forever and you have no idea when there's gonna be a hole or the bottom's gonna fall out and the minutes are gonna disappear. Make the most of every minute. Yeah, and um, as we conclude um, this, this uh, session, if there was one key takeaway for your listeners, what would it be? Attitude is everything, the power of positivity. It's all here. This is everything, regardless of your circumstances. And people say to me, well, look, you, you have a great job, you have a great life, you have a great family, whatever the case may be, God bless, thank you. Regardless, as, as I did research and I think about some of the poorest people in the world that are just trying to survive, some of them are the happiest people in the world, it's all here. The power of positivity, you have the ability to control your happiness. Take charge. Fantastic. Um, with that, uh, how can people follow you on social media, visit your website, check out your book, and contact you. That'd be wonderful. Look, you can find the book on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and in bookstores near you. You can check out my website at lifeistoshortguy, lifeistoshortguy.com. Feel free to reach out and email me. It's scott at scottewhite.com. That's scott at scottywhite.com. Um, you can find me on social media, Life is Too Short Guy, I'm all over, and I'll, I will be touring the country throughout 2023 doing speaking engagements to the extent anyone wants to bring this energy and this philosophy and this happiness into their company or into their organization, please reach out and let me know. I'd love to do it. Yeah. And for all the listeners out there, uh, Scott's resources will be in links and show notes. Be sure to check out his book, follow him on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. And with that, thanks so much for dropping so much wisdom and thanks for coming on to the show thank you